You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. I don't know about you, but the idea of going to a music festival with my kids sounds about as fun as doing my tax. That is, too much effort for not enough reward. You know what it's like. You're packing for a weekend away when you're only going to be out for four hours, and then you spend the whole day making sure they don't get lost, get sunstroke, or kill each other. But perhaps I'm being a bit pessimistic. Maybe music festivals can be fun with kids. Colin Daniels is the CEO of Inertia, and he's also the co-founder and director of the Fairgrounds Festival. He's here to tell me why music festivals with kids can be fun. Hi, Colin. How are you? Hello. I know I sounded very pessimistic. Sorry about that. Uh, Maybe it's just my kids. There are some music festivals that are set up specifically for families, like I'm thinking of ones like Wom Adelaide, obviously, in South Australia, and places like that where people typically go... That's an event for families. Fairgrounds doesn't, in my head, resonate with the image of families going there. I always think of young people dancing a lot. (laughs) Um, Is this something that um, in the history of Fairgrounds that you decided to shift towards? Like was your audience getting older, having kids, and you're like, let's bring them back in? Or what was the motivation behind bringing families into this event? Well, Fairgrounds is only two years old. This is our third year this year. And we started the concept of Fairgrounds right from its early planning was that this would be a family event and also an event for, I guess, what we call ex-festival goers. The, the, you know, kind of the average ticket age is between 25 and 45. It's minimal the amount of tickets we sell to anyone under the age of 25. The, the festival is is both in its curation of the lineup and just the entertainment um, the location and how we present the festival is is it's aimed to appeal to an older audience that still wants to have fun and also that loves great music, which is why we say that Fairgrounds is a carnival of music and discovery. You know, there are festivals out there that, that, that cater for families and cater for older people, but they tend to program music for older people. Um, There's a generation in Australia, probably thanks to Triple J, um, there's a generation in Australia of of older youth, should we say, um, (laughs) that uh, still are highly engaged with new music, um, whether they still listen to Triple J or FBI or Kindling or uh, how they engage with new music through streaming services or just listening to general radio. But there's a desire to engage with new music. And a lot of people our age are time poor, whether that just be through career as well as um, through family. But they do want to see new music. They don't want to just go out to a festival and see a whole lot of acts that, you know, belong on... um, Classic FM or, <laughs> or you know. Um, so we, we basically designed a festival for ourselves and our, and our friends is the easiest way to put it. Right. So um, when you put something like that together and you're thinking about the lineup, is it, um, you know, when, when you might go to a festival that's set up for just for families, you might find that Jimmy Giggle is thrown in the middle there. Have you got children's entertainers as well or are you um, 
much like Lorna likes to think of music, she said children can appreciate, Lorna as in the music director here at Kindling, she says children can appreciate good music wherever it comes from. Do you have the Jimmy Giggles coming in or how do you mix it up? Uh, we, we, don't, we don't have Jimmy Giggle or the Wiggles or... Now you've got people paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourite, one of my favourite scenes from uh, Memories from Fairgrounds the first year was was uh, when Royal Headache played the uh, the punk band was just the amount of toddlers on their dad's shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just the dads going, "Yeah, this is music, kids," you know, <laughs> and you know, uh, we do have the, the, there is what I mean. Little Fairgrounds is what we call a festival within the festival, which is um, the the area for the kids, um, and we have a real. The philosophy behind it is kind of touch-feel experience, which is to give kids, especially city kids, and the majority of our ticket sales do come from the city, is to give them an experience outside of what they would get normally. So a lot of the activities are based around classic sack races and three-legged races and and just a whole lot of really fun stuff. I mean, probably the most popular place at the festival is the hay bale maze, which we... Wow. Yeah, we (laughs) we have a complete maze made out of hay bales. And um, I, I think for some kids, they've never played with hay before because it gets wrecked really quickly <laughs> and suddenly it becomes a hay bale fight. I just had visions of parents going, off you go, little yeah. Jimmy, and then they, you stay in there and it's probably complicated enough you can't find your way out. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Colin Daniels, who's the CEO of Inertia and co-founder and director of the Fairgrounds Festival in New South Wales. We're talking about music festivals for children and families, I should say. Families being the operative word there because Colin was just explaining how they've designed the festival to target people, adults who are still keen on being um, seeing live new music and um, also bringing their kids along. Colin, I'm wondering with that kind of, um, you were just talking about having little fairgrounds in the bigger things, so you've got stuff for the kids to do. Um, Are you also hoping that the children are alongside their parents at the main stage and watching that music as well? Oh, absolutely. That's what, um, it's, um, that's really important. And you see that as the, as the day goes on, it's there. And even, um, late into the night seeing um, <laughs> kids, uh, you know, when uh, Jaguar Ma closed last year after, you know, after dark on the Saturday night, seeing, you know, eight and 10 year olds dancing at 10 o'clock at night with their parents was, you know, it, 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 it's a great memory. Um, kids can either engage, you know, through the main stage because firstly, it's a very safe site. You can't get lost. We do have a smaller acoustic stage, but basically it's a one-stage festival. Plenty of room. The festival is designed to make sure that there's a lot of space that basically if you can't put a rug down somewhere, then we've got too many people there is how we, you know, how we approach it. And, yeah, I mean, if, you you, you know, the kids can watch the main stage or in, in some cases... Um, depending on who's playing, um, if the parents want to go and have a mosh at the front, um, <laughs> we've you can drop the kids off at the babysitting. Wow! Which is, um, yeah, we Ooh. have a. I think there's a. Um, I think it's a one hour limit on it. You know, if you want to just get right at the front for your favourite act, and yeah, you can just drop the kids off at the babysitting and come back and get them out in an hour's time. 
Okay, so what would you advise families if they're thinking about going to a music festival and it's one of those ones that's, you know, a whole day getting outside or the rest of it, how would you recommend they prepare for the day to make it a successful one? Well, it's probably no different to preparing for travel in, in general with kids, which is be prepared for every situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have the festival deliberately has full facilities for children. There's parents' rooms, um, there's microwaves, there's change tables, there's a creche, and it's keeping kids occupied. And the festival, um, there's so much going on that the day goes really quickly, you know, as long as they're fed. <laughs> um, do you have food options there? Because that's one thing that's always hard to find for children is decent food options, those sorts of things. We not only have food options throughout the whole festival for kids, last year we had a kids' canteen in Little Fairgrounds serving everything from little fruit packs to uh, little veggie packs to just standard sausage rolls or like everything. It's The concept is that if everyone's uh, got children like my children, then you go through about 12 things every day before they decide what to, they to actually eat, want something. to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we got to make sure we've got all 12 things. Absolutely. Um, and there's, there's, there's plenty to do. It's the only festival in the country with a swimming pool. Whoa, that kind of sounds exciting and dangerous at the same time. Oh, no, it's lifeguarded and it's got a limited capacity deliberately. So um, especially with both the first two years, the Saturday has been over 25 degrees and blue sky. Everyone's brought their swimmers and, yeah, and and just it breaks up the day. You just go to the swimming pool for an hour or so and there's change rooms. and. Um, I'm just curious um, because... For me, the music festival for families seemed quite a different idea. Like, I mean, this kind of targeted audience, like you're saying, the new music and not world music or that sort of thing. Are you finding, this is a festival based in New South Wales, are you finding people travelling from around the country to come and visit or is it mainly people coming from Sydney? It's majority Sydney at the moment and I guess that's because travelling with children is... And added added pain. And, well, <laughs> I, I would say a, a cherishing experience. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, we find that, yeah, we got some people from, you know, a, a number of tickets from Brisbane, Melbourne. Uh, we had a couple, not too many from Perth. I mean, but it's a small festival in, I mean, this is, you know, it's not splendor in the grass, or you know, we're not. We don't sell thirty thousand tickets. This is, you know, we have. Last year we had about six thousand people on site. Um, you know, it's not a massive festival. We had, uh, I think it was seven hundred and fifty kids under the age of twelve. Wow, running that's around. A lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's my primary school. Um, well, not mine, but my kids' and, primary school. You know, also there's there's a lot of people there that are just there for the music as well that are in their twenties and thirties, and um, having the kids on site just makes it even more fun. Mm, it sounds like such an interesting idea. Maybe, maybe other states might uh, catch on and start coming to you for advice. <laughs> Colin, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely, thank you. That was Inertia CEO and Fairgrounds Festival co-founder and director Colin Daniels. And if you'd like to find out more about Fairgrounds Festival, just head to our website. That's kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.